Hi, everybody. I'm John Aslan, and welcome to another episode of This Week in APA. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This Week in APA. And on this particular podcast, we're going to be talking to the 2022 APA Convention Tournament winners. Always a big part of the convention, the different tournaments and today we are going to have the winners of the football tournament that would be dick moore so i'll be talking with dick chuck source who won the hockey trophy will be part of the podcast walter scamoro who was the soccer champion at this year's convention and last but not least uh, really the centerpiece of the convention the baseball tournament this year was won by mike carer so straight ahead And without further ado, let's get to the Tournament Champions Podcast. My next guest is the 2022 APA Convention Football Champion. Uh, This is his first time on the podcast, and so uh, please help me welcome in the tournament champion of football, Dick Moore. Dick. Hi, how are you, John? I'm great. Thanks for joining me, and congratulations on your uh, tournament championship. Thank you very much. Yeah. Now, as I said, you've not been on this podcast before. Uh, We've met and talked uh, over the last couple of APA conventions. Um, But before we get started into the tournament, let's talk about your conception of APA Jeopardy, which I thought was outstanding, that was played on on was it Thursday or Friday? I, I can't recall. It was, um, it was Thursday evening. Thursday evening, yeah. When we kind of get together, guys are just coming in, but uh, uh, quite a few were there, and we had uh, a, a pretty rousing uh, uh, championship in Jeopardy. And uh, first of all, uh, tell us how you came up with it, and when you approached John about it, he was all in. Well, I ran across, I, I don't remember why I was looking for this, but I ran across basically a PowerPoint about a year ago um, that formats the screen to look just like the, the Jeopardy screen. And it's really easy to put in your categories and your, and your answers. Um, so I f- was thinking about it and I thought, you know, this might be a fun thing to do at the, uh, at the APA convention. So I just came up with some categories and questions and, uh, and uh, thought it would be fun. And you know what? It, and it was all APA related. It wasn't just sports trivia, baseball. It was based on the APA game, at, which I thought w- was incredibly unique. And I had to take a lot of time to get the questions and the answers together. It, it took some time, but, it, you know, I did a little bit at a time over a, a, a long period of time. I got a little bit of help from Kevin Clough because, for example, um, uh, two of the categories were shortstop tens and triple ones, and I, I, I know Kevin has a complete database of every card ever issued, so I had sent him an email asking if he could just send me a list of, of all the triple ones and the shortstop tens, and then I just picked a few from there to be in those categories, yeah. uh, rather than me having to you know, search through all the, all the cards in my, in my closet, so uh, that, <laughs> that helps. Well, but it, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, um, uh, just a couple of days before the convention, I contacted John. Um, my original intention was just to show up with this, not tell anybody, and just set it up in a corner of the room one night and just see if anybody was interested. But I, I contacted John about it, mainly just to see if he already had made any arrangements for a projector uh, for some other part of the, the program. Mm, right. And um, next thing I know, it's in his next email to everybody, it's listed uh, in the in the agenda uh, Thursday night uh, at the Jeopardy. So it, it got a lot more attention than I expected. <laughs> but but that turned out to be to be great. Uh, really, really worked out well. It was a lot of fun. It, it really did. And the, and the uh, tournament champion for Jeopardy was uh, David Weatherby and John Duke. We had two four two man teams. And uh, I was I was very honored to be the buzzer watcher. I had yes. to determine who who got the buzzer in first. 
I was an important job, John. <laughs> well, I'm glad you thought so. But uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, Weatherby and Duke uh, were the winners. They were they were pretty good. They were they were pretty good at it. Where'd you go? Did I lose you? Dick, you there? Hello? I'm, hey, Dick. I'm still, yeah, I'm oh, still here. Did you get a phone call? Oh, I got, I got a beep about something. I'm not even sure what it was. Yeah, see, okay. Um, well, we'll just, we'll, we'll just continue on. I'll cut and edit. But, yeah, what, what – in fact, you might be able to do it – you should be able to do it now. If you can go – into your settings and hit do not disturb for getting phone calls or it'll stop everything. But I should have told you that because Uh, that'll happen. There it is. There's only get notified by important people and apps. (laughs) All right. Good. Yeah. I, I I should have told you that I no, I, I, that was my fault because it does. It'll if you get a phone call or a text, it'll just cut everything out. And usually, you don't even come back. Usually, it's just done. So, okay. uh, but anyway, okay. So we'll pick it up. Um, I was just saying that uh, 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 that uh, Dave Weatherby and John Duke were really good at the game, and then just your comments from there. Yeah, they they got a lot. Uh, they got the most most dollars, fictional dollars, I should point out. <laughs> yeah, um, and um, they I, I had tried to set up the questions so that it, it, it spanned all eras, so that nobody would have mm-hmm. an advantage that you know knew a, a certain era. So I think it worked out pretty well. It, it really did. Uh, I, I was shocked at how little I knew. And, and <laughs> I'm, like, I'm thinking, man, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. But anyway. <laughs> It's something that went over extremely well, and and now I think everybody's looking forward to it for 2023. So uh, you're going to have to get with Kevin and come up with uh, some some new questions and or actually new answers. I forgot. That's right, uh, new answers to, to get to get questions. So all right, but let's move on now to your your championship uh, in the uh, convention uh, football tournament. Um, you chose the 2017. Uh, New Orleans Saints, and that's, that's pretty. That that's a pretty good team. Uh, first of all, how did you come across uh, choosing them as your uh, tournament team? Well, I, I actually don't have a lot of football seasons to choose from, and I had because <laughs> um, I'm I'm about ninety eight percent a a baseball player, but I do play yeah. the football game some, yeah. and um, I had been playing the last few years with the uh, 2017 Eagles because I'm an Eagles fan, uh, yeah. but. After the uh, breakup, shall we say, with Carson Wentz, I couldn't bring myself to use the 17 Eagles anymore. <laughs> so I picked the Saints mainly because Drew Brees had such a good card. Right. Um, that that was the, that was the main reason. Yeah, and that was a good team. I mean, across the board, a, a, a pretty good team. Um, but anyway, you had found yourself in the finals with Mike Carlo, and he had the 2018 New Orleans Saints. So that's right. You had two teams that are pretty much identical, except for one year apart going into the championship. Um, you mentioned Drew Brees had a, a good card, and he had a great card in 2017. How did that compare to his 2018 card? Well, I didn't compare the cards, but I know his stats in 2018 yeah. were even slightly better. It's like he yeah. went from 72% completion to 74% or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bigger difference probably would be Alvin Kamara's card. Yeah. Uh, he was over six yards to carry in, in 2017. So um, that was a slight advantage in, in my favor. But uh, it was a, a very close game. I ended up winning 49 to 24. Right, right. And uh, Mike Carlo is a pretty good player. I mean, he's uh, he's well known for being a, a good APA player and, and strategist. And uh, uh, you did have a spirited game, a five-point victory. Uh, Drew Brees, uh, you talked about his card. He had an outstanding game, didn't he? 
Yeah, he was 18 for 19 in the game. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't bad. Yeah. That ain't bad. And how did Kamara do? Um, very well. He, uh, he had, uh, let me see. But you know what? He didn't actually have that many carries. He only had five carries in, uh, oh. in that game because um, uh, he had had um, like 50-plus yards in the previous game. But uh, it just turned out that the passing was working, 18 for 19. So we uh, we kept doing that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you kept, uh, you know, dinking away and getting downfield. And uh, uh, obviously, 29 points, not a bad score uh, for a game. But, uh, right. uh, it, you know, it, I think nine teams uh, were in the tournament uh, this this year. Um, were the and, – and I don't recall this, but were the semifinals played at, uh, at Alpharetta or, or was it just the finals? The, the whole tournament was played at Alpharetta. Oh, you did the whole tournament down there. Okay, because I yeah. know some of these, like hockey, they play uh, prior and they get down to the semifinals and, and finals. So, wow, the whole tournament was, was there. Well, that's – Yeah, I, I, played, didn't see... um, I played John Duke first. Yeah. And then uh, I played uh, Ray Dunlap. And then the finals was uh, with Mike Harlow. Oh, I got you. Um, and uh, John Duke, uh, pretty good player as well. So you had to, you had to run the gauntlet this year uh, to get to get the win. And uh, and Ray was he the director again of the tournament? Yeah, Ray yeah. always organizes. Yeah, it. yeah, Ray Ray does a great job, and uh, uh, he he really is uh, very concise and uh, detail oriented, and he really gets that tournament. Uh, off and running and it's difficult to run a tournament from the time you get down there through uh, even if you just have nine players because those games go a little bit longer there's a little more strategy uh, involved in it um, was this your first uh, football tournament no it's um, I think it's my fourth and the last two years I got knocked out by Mike Harlow oh. <laughs> so you got a little <laughs> revenge yeah. yeah a little yeah you got a little revenge going there. I And, you know, and that's the thing about the football tournament, and I've talked about it with a few other guys, um, that, you know, it, it wasn't that long ago that a tournament got started. And because it was all baseball up until, what, I think maybe 2014, I think it was, where they started playing uh, a football tournament. And it has really caught on. I find a lot of people – uh, you know, are interested and watch the actual games being played. I caught a little bit uh, of, of your uh, finals, but um, uh, it really has picked up uh, a lot of interest over the past couple of years, especially. I lost you again. We still there? There you go. <laughs> I don't know what's. Do you, here's another thing. Do you have an iPhone or an Android? Android. There it is. There's the other problem, and there's nothing you can do about that. Uh, there, there's just a real connectivity problem with uh, the iPhones and the Androids. I, I tried to interview uh, Ted Nor uh, a little over a week ago, and we kept getting cut off. And I ended up having to do it just record it. And then back it into the podcast uh, format, so it's okay. We're we're gonna, you know, I can cut and edit this, so so we're pretty good. My okay. question, my question to you was um, the Appa. I don't know how much you heard, but the uh, Appa football tournament uh, is really picked up popularity, uh, not only with the players, but in the interest that's involved when people are in Alpharetta. A lot of people watching the finals and 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 uh, really uh, interested in what happened. So if, uh, that was my question. You can just go ahead and answer that. Yeah. Um, I, my first Alpharetta convention was not until uh, 2017. So um, it was either 17 or 18 when I played in the, the tournament the first time. Mm -hmm. And I lost a, an exciting game to Greg Barath in overtime where I, 
I scored a tying touchdown on, I think, the last play of regulation, and then he beat oh. me in overtime. But it was an exciting game. Wow. That, yeah, that, that I would say so. Yeah. And Greg Barrett, uh, you know, O-Guard 62. I mean, this this guy knows how to play a little bit of football. So, yeah, right. uh, yeah right. this guy, yeah, the tournaments are always full of really good players because they're guys that play a lot of, of app of football and, and you don't get any free rides and that, that that's for sure. Right. Um, as I said, that your first time on the podcast, uh, and I always ask the first timers how they got involved in APA. So if you can quickly kind of go over how you got started in the game. Um, at about age 12, my, my best friend who lived around the corner and I had been playing some other kind of games and we decided we were ready for something more sophisticated. And we sent for uh, the free information from a bunch of different games. And we both decided that Apple was the one that we liked the best. Maybe it was the sample card that did it. I don't know. But <laughs> um, so we, we bought the games and started playing. And a couple months later, we bought the football game. And a couple months after that, we bought the basketball game. Um, so uh, and, I, and I never stopped. He, he, he grew out of it like most people, but I, I never stopped. So uh, I've been playing, playing ever since, uh, since 1966. Wow. I, I, I would say he missed out. You, 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 you continue to grow <laughs> in the game and he just, he, he just missed out. Uh, well, and, and, and the thing is, you mentioned before that you're, you were mostly a baseball player and probably still are. Um, but you've also come up with a lot of unique innovations uh, for the card and dice game. If you could just, you know, kind of highlight those things that you've done over the recent past. Well, in, in the league, the face-to-face league that I run, the DVAL, we yeah. made our own set of boards. And, and the idea was to kind of borrow the things that we liked the most from the Master Game. We, we actually had um, Master Game pitching from the very beginning of the league because I, mm-hmm. I made a chart for that a long time ago um, to use Master Game grades with the basic game. But then we yeah. added a bunch of stuff that it's primarily using the fielding so that you roll for the fielder to determine the column and you never use the team totals and things like that. Yeah. 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 And I mean, and, and again, innovations is really one of the things that really makes the app a game interesting because you can take the things, like you said, the things you like out of the, the master game incorporated into the basic game to make it a little bit quicker play. And, and I think people that come up with these innovations, I mean, they're incredible you you have a really good mind tell people what your background is uh, as and i know you're retired now but what was your your working background well i started out uh, as an actuary and then uh, decided i didn't want to do that and then spent the rest of my working career in it ah uh, so see so you got a little bit of a background of uh, of numbers what my grandson would say you're a numbers man that's, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> and that really helps in, in figuring out the calculations and, and innovations uh, that you guys and others come up with. Uh, but uh, yeah, re- really great stuff, Dick. And, and uh, again, congratulations on the tournament championship. I know you'll be there next year. You'll be right in the thick of things. And uh, it was great talking to you. Finally getting a hold of you because I know we've talked at conventions, but never had you on the podcast. So thanks for your time. And congratulations again. Thanks for having me on. All right, great. That's Dick Moore, who won the 2022 APA Convention football tournament with the 2017 New Orleans Saints. And we'll be back with more on This Week in APA. Chuck Source joins me on the podcast. Chuck has uh, been on the podcast uh, a few times. He's one of the guys that when I go to the convention in Alpharetta, I seek out because, number one, he just always puts a smile on my face. He's always very happy, very gregarious, and we always have a chat. And usually I put him on the podcast just as a little uh, a blurb during the convention uh, uh, part of our series. And, uh, Chuck joins me today because not only was he the director of the hockey tournament this year in Alpharetta, but he was the hockey champion, the 2022 uh, APA Convention hockey champion, Chuck Source. Chuck, always good to talk to you. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, John. Uh, gl- glad to be back on the podcast. Well, we're always glad to have you uh, here. And uh, uh, in fact, I remember... I uh, believe three years ago in 2019, my first 
uh, APA convention. You won the hockey tournament then as well, and I know I had you as part of that podcast. So uh, uh, we're getting to know each other pretty well from your hockey championships. Yeah, it, it seems to be a trend, right? Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good trend for you. Uh, I know that this is was the sixth year of the hockey tournament, and three guys have won it twice. So you're all equal. You, Greg Wells, who you beat, by the way, in the finals this year, and, of course, Steve Scoff, who is, is good at all the games that, that he plays. So uh, uh, congratulations on that. But, but what I really kind of want to talk about, too, is that you were the director of the hockey tournament this year. Talk about that and how, how you uh, uh, put that all together. Uh, yeah, well, I, I had inherited the directorship, as, you, as it may be uh, known, um, from Steve Scoff, who did a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, really sort of getting getting the tournament up and running in the first place and then uh, successfully managing it for the last uh, six years. Um, so when I took over, I this year my goal was to try to keep it as stable as possible um, to sort of basically inherit what Steve had created. And since it worked so well, I figured, you know, why, why change anything? Uh, so literally we, we started with the rules that we had used in the past and the whole team selection process was the same and everything ran, ran smoothly as it always did with Steven at the helm. So it, it made it for a real easy transition for me, uh, to become director. Uh, now, how many guys were actually part of the term? Because I know the, the, uh, uh the, pre-championship is done uh, prior to the convention. So uh, uh, kind of run through that for me and how that takes shape. Yeah. uh, So this year we had um, 13 participants. um, And what we did was we we split them into two divisions. We had one division of seven teams and another division of six teams. And uh, the team of six had sort of uh, an extra game to play uh, for one of their opponents where they had to kind of double up in order to complete their six required uh, round robin games. And all those games were played over zoom or FaceTime Mm -hmm. uh, prior to the convention. And then uh, we worked our way through the semifinals, uh, which the semifinalists were myself, uh, Paul McAvoy, Tony Stevens, and of course, Greg Wells. Uh, and then out of that emerged uh, Greg and I for the the championship, uh, and and that was and that was a game that I actually saw about half of because uh, you guys were playing down in the conference room and uh, it it was quite a wild game. Kind of talk about that a little bit and how that game went. Yeah, um, that that game that you saw was actually our, our game two, um, and it, it certainly got wild. It started out. Um, you know, pretty calm, but by about the second period, uh, apparently the, the the bad blood really came out between the, <laughs> between the Islanders <laughs> and his Canadians because we had a roll of probably about like we had a total of sixteen penalties for the game, uh, but we it seemed like every other roll that Greg had, he would win a faceoff and it'd be a, a penalty, and then <laughs> and I'd get the puck and it'd be a penalty, and it was it, it literally it was like okay, so who's in the box for how long and. <laughs> What's the on ice situation? Is it three on three? Is it four on three? And we were just—I <laughs> I don't think either Greg or I—I I think I've ever encountered that uh, in a hockey game, uh, playing the Apple hockey game. But uh, it was certainly wild, and you could just see the bad blood emerging. So it was, was kind of <laughs> interesting and and fun, and and, and honestly, c- quite crazy too, because we just kept looking at dice. We were like, really? <laughs> yeah. Again? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I think at one point, Greg had three of his centers in the box. So <laughs> yeah, and he was he was like, "Who's going to take the face off?" You know, he's he's like, he's like "I don't even know who's who's going to step in." <laughs> uh, but that's the but that's the beauty of Appa. You just never know what's going to happen at any given point, and uh, it was it was certainly a, a fun uh, game to watch. Uh, uh, but but you went ahead and and got the victory, and and beating a guy like Greg Wells, that's always satisfying because he's about as good as it gets. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, you know, between Greg and Steve obviously being, you know, multi-champions, you know, w- winning it multiple times, you know, anytime you can beat them, it's it's certainly an honor. And <laughs> I, I count myself fortunate uh, to, to have been able to victor- be victorious this year. Because uh, in the past, Gre- Greg and I have had some epic battles in uh, the semifinals where we've had, you know, when we used to do overtimes during the round robin, uh, we've had double and triple overtime, you know, games wow, where yeah. they've gone on forever, you know. So he he and I have had some really epic battles together, and so it's it's always a great time, a lot of fun uh, playing against Greg, Steve, and and everybody in the tournament. So it's always a great time. 
Yeah, and and you know it, it's interesting too because when the, when the conventions first started, it was it was strictly baseball, and then you know all of a sudden in uh, in twenty thirteen they started a football tournament, and then in twenty sixteen uh, they started the hockey tournament, and and I think it's really great that uh, uh, that these things get off and get started, and again it always starts with the director and, and getting the, the things together and and uh, uh, correlating. Uh, the records and the stats and, and to get it together for those finals uh, in Alpharetta. And, uh, I, I, you know, I just believe it just, you know, promotes the game company um, uh, so much better when you could have multiple sports being played. It just adds that much more to each convention. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I, I've seen there's, there's been a huge growth in the number of uh, APA players that have taken an interest in APA hockey. Right. And I know other other games as well. I know APA soccer is starting to grow in, yeah. in popularity as well. And always the football game is always there, a real staple of uh, the APA community as well. Um, but I, I've noticed, like, since we've been able to have the APA hockey tournament and have the finals at the convention, uh, it usually generates a lot of interest. And I'm sure it probably probably generate some some business for john as well sure. uh whenever he sees you know when people see that final series being played and you know they get to, they kind of come along and they're like oh what's this you know what this is the apple hockey game and right they start yeah. asking you questions and you know next thing you know you know they're purchasing the game and you know and trying it out themselves yeah and and i mean certainly you know and you mentioned soccer and i think soccer was in its second or third year having a tournament there and it was done on Zoom, and and uh, uh, Jack Dolan had put together a really great program to kind of show on a screen the game as it was played, and and, uh, and that really got my interest. So uh, just having all of these games, uh, golf's represented there too as well, and uh, uh, just seeing all that, uh, like I said, it, it not only promotes uh, the games of the game company, but also just promotes a great weekend and always having something to do when you're there. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, being the, the director of the hockey tournament, my hope is that, you know, as, as people see us playing the, these finals at the convention or they hear these reports or see it on the message boards that, that it leads to them taking the plunge and taking part in the APA hockey tournament one year or joining one of these other great tournaments yeah. that, that are being offered. Cause you know, they're really a lot of fun and, you know, whether they're like beginning players, I mean, this year we had 13 uh, participants, but yeah. out of that, we had five people that had never played in the Apple hockey tournament before and they had an absolute blast. And we had some people who were pretty fresh to the game. Yeah. And, and because we have such great groups of uh, veteran players and stuff, you know, they basically served as, as the teachers and the leaders of, of the group and, and really helped them along. I know like Darren Schultz was one of them that, that, had come to me and said, you know, Hey, you know, thank you so much for, for getting me involved in this tournament this year. So, yeah. and he had a blast and I know many others did as well. So hopefully, hopefully that, that uh, demonstration at the convention can help lead to other people saying, Hey, I want to, I want to take part in the fun as well. I, I totally agree with you. And, and uh, as always at the Apple convention, the source family is well represented. I know that uh, in the past uh, conventions that I've been to, your dad Charlie's been there, your your brother Chris, and this year your wife Jaden came along too, and I think she was the reason you won the hockey tournament. That little bit of good luck. Oh, absolutely. She, she's she's definitely my 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 good luck source for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good luck she, source. That was that's very right. Well done. Yeah, that's got, right. <laughs> exactly. Got to got to slip that pun in there. So, um, but yeah, she she uh, she came this year and uh, she actually participated in the tournament. I think uh, you know yeah. she she played a. Uh, in, in the baseball tournament this year. And uh, she had a blast. She had a lot of fun, uh, as she says, rolling the dice. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's basically what, what she's uh, into right now. She doesn't understand all the, the stratagem that goes into the game, but uh, she, she has a lot of fun and she, she had a, a blast uh, participating and it was great having her there to kind of, you know, talk her through the whole uh, convention process. It was, it was great. It, it was great to see her. And I guess she goes by uh, the adage, if you can't beat them, join them, right? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely true. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, it, but it, was, it, it was great to see the whole family down there. It's always good to talk to you, Chuck. Uh, congratulations again on your hockey championship. And uh, I'm sure we'll see you there next year. And uh, we may have a chance to talk before that comes up. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, like I said, you know, if anybody's ever – interested in participating in the hockey tournament, just uh, feel free to reach out to me. I'm on the message boards and 
It'll be a great time. I could promise you that. <laughs> All right, Chuck. Well, thanks again, buddy. Always good to talk to you and uh, uh, have a great uh, rest of the week. Let's get ready for that uh, uh, convention next year. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm already starting to scout out my team for next year. <laughs> so you, you know how that works. So It's a process. I Absolutely. Thank you, John. Right, I appreciate you having you, me on. Not a problem, buddy. Take care of yourself. All right. You too. And we'll be back in just a moment with more on This Week in APA. And now joining me on the podcast from the backwoods of Canada, he says, it's Wally Scamora, the 2022 APA Convention Soccer Tournament Champion. Wally, I'm not sure where you are. Maybe you can describe it. Maybe you don't want to. But welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Good morning, John. I'm in uh, basically the Lake of the Woods. It's at the Manitoba, Ontario border by, I guess, across the water from Minnesota. Wow. You are out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but I, I am in a 35-foot trail. It's more glamping than camping. But, yeah, it, it's the backwoods. Oh, that's good. Well, that, that's the way I would do it if I would do it at all. And that's questionable at the very, at the very best. Uh, Wally, uh, first of all, we are going to get into your championship. Uh, but a little bit of background on you. First of all, uh, how did you get started? When did you get started uh, playing Apple? Uh, about 1972 or 73, you know, we saw one of those Street and Smith ads for the baseball oh, yeah. game. And uh, at first we couldn't afford as kids who were like 10, 11 years old. We couldn't afford the game. So we made our own game kind of wow. too many home runs uh, in our model. Uh, but eventually we saved up enough to get the 72 set. And then, I, and then from there, I got the 73 football. And then I started expanding to every sport. I got the 75 horse racing, the original bowling game. And I got them all. Uh, if Appa's made it, I got it, including the boxing. <laughs> so you uh, you go across the board as far as Appa games go, which which a lot of times, you know, of all the people I've talked to, uh, normally guys will kind of steady on one or two sports. You know, baseball, obviously, the cash cow of the company. Uh, but uh, it, it's interesting when I talk to a guy who really almost from the get go. Uh, started out uh, expanding and trying all the games and uh, uh, certainly uh, of those early games. And of course, soccer was not one of them, but what was your, what was your favorite? Uh, initially um, baseball was, but baseball has always been my favorite. Yeah. Cause it's such an easy solitary game to play. And because up in Winnipeg, there's not a lot of people I can play with. So I end up doing yeah. the, all my leagues are solo, but I got all kinds of leagues going, but they're all solitaire. Yeah. Um, but uh, the football, you know, me and my high school friends, we did a head-to-head league, and um, I was very successful at the football, which really got me to like football. But I grew up loving all sports. So, um, you know, even bowling. I, I used to watch bowling on Saturday with uh, Shankle. Sure. And yeah, Chris things. Shankle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, I, I um, if it was a foot sports, I, I, I got it. I, in fact, you know, um, I even created a, a pro wrestling game on based on an apple model uh wow. because if it's a, if it's a sport i, I want to play it <laughs> well that's interesting in and of itself uh you may want to touch base with john herson on that uh professional wrestling <laughs> it was professional yeah. right it wasn't like college wrestling or anything no no it's professional it's professional yeah. it's, it's your brock lesnar's and um oh, Luther's yeah. and uh you know dory funk and you know yeah <laughs> That's great. That that is great. And that's, you know, that's another example of how, you know, uh, playing the game of APA can spur people's creativity in the saying, well, you know what, if they do it for this, you know, why not get what it can translate into this sport? And I I think that's perfect. That's 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 a great story. Uh, Okay, Wally, let's spin up now to uh, the 2022 uh, APA uh, Convention Soccer Tournament. Uh, How did you get started with that? did you know uh, Jack Dolan, who, of course, and, and by the way, uh, just prior to this interview, and, and I didn't tell you, but uh, we did a, a little interview with Jack at the convention, and he kind of explained uh, the tournament and uh, the fact that you and Eric Scheffler uh, went up against it. But, uh, uh, but in your own words, uh, how did you get involved in the uh, uh, 2022 uh, tournament? Well, uh, I, I am in the ASPL, the APA Soccer Premier League, oh, uh, okay. which, which Jack runs. Right. And uh, so Jack let everybody in our league know. 
um, you know what, there's going to be the tournament. And I uh, strongly encouraged everyone to play. And I, because of the way Jack modeled it, where we could play all the games before we got to Atlanta mm-hmm. for the convention, because I couldn't go this year to convention. I'll be going next year. First time in 20 years, I'll be going to convention. Right. Um, and so this was the way Jack set it up. And even the final is on Zoom made it very easy to do so i said yeah i'm in i don't have to be in atlanta so i'm in and i picked my favorite team uh the 2014-15 barcelona uh team which is just fully loaded right yeah and and uh obviously they uh they went on to uh to win the championship and and you went up against eric scheffler um uh in the championship game uh, what are your 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 best memories of that game and how you ended up uh, coming away as a champion? Well, um, me and Eric met in the round robin. He gave me my only loss. Uh, uh, Eric is a, is a tremendous roller. He can roll um, like nobody's business. The first game, I never seen anybody roll better, and I never rolled worse. Uh, <laughs> not to make not to make excuses, but. Um, right. So this was my revenge match, and yeah. again, he came out of the gates. He was dominating, and he was rolling fantastically again and and finally i eventually his dice got a bit cold and then i pounced on that yeah yeah what was it was three to one was the final or three one yeah three one yeah yeah and you know and the interesting part for me and i kind of touched on it at the beginning was uh when i walked into the room on uh, i believe it was uh i don't know i can't remember it was thursday night or friday night but uh uh the zoom uh, it was on Zoom, and I saw I saw Jack, uh, and I saw a couple other people around the screen. And when I looked at it, it was like, "Wow, that's impressive!" I mean, uh, uh, the the uh, the format that Jack put together for that um, was really incredible. And and I guess you could see that. So, what were your thoughts on the way the setup for Zoom went? Well, I played the Zoom for our uh, regular ASPL league um, without Jack's special features. And the Zoom by itself works quite well for head-to-head play. So I think you could do it for any sport, whether it's football, baseball, or soccer. But the way Jack did it, I think it was really fan-friendly because you could visualize where the ball was, the way Jack had the logos, you know, the Chelsea and Barcelona logos. And so... As a spectator, even if you didn't hear us calling the numbers and the play results, you still could see on the board. I mean, the only thing missing would be it didn't say Messi had the ball, which is that's getting really, really picky if we're going to start shooting for that. But otherwise, I, I think it's very friendly um, for viewing. Yeah. And, and and like you said, I mean, you didn't have the players per se, but I think just being able to watch the placement of the ball, where the ball is on the field. Um, and it was so clearly done. I mean, that's what was uh, impressive to me. And like I said, I, I came in, really didn't expect anything like that. And uh, I was intrigued by it. I, I, I thought that uh, it was a really great setup and would promote the game, I think, in a lot of ways, if, if something like that was done on a regular basis. I would agree. And I like to think that um, these uh, soccer finals, now we've done two ones effects and i think uh, the audience grows every year so um i think you can see this becoming a commonplace i think um jack's really on to something yeah. um, i know um jack is a wizard not just for those graphics but also for stat keeping he's got charts uh excel spreadsheets mm-hmm. that makes john cochran's um job real easy to compilate all the stats so um we really got something with tech we've really embraced the technology to make apple more than just a dice and pencil game yeah, I, and I think guys like Jack and guys like John Cochran, I mean, they really they really add emphasis to the game. And, and that's very important. I'm a stats guy myself, so I know what, what stats are for a league or a tournament. Um, and to have a guy like that who can really put it all together is, is, is so important. Uh, lastly, I know that you're part of that Premier League um, and I know that you guys are expanding. I'm going to be talking with Jack again towards the end of this month. But uh, talk a little bit about that and 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 uh, and what uh, it, it kind of selling, you know, for those people out there that might be thinking about it. I know Greg Wells, I think, just signed up for it. But talk a little bit about that. Well, um, the goal would be to have two divisions. So um, like I came in last this year in the league. 
but my there is no penalty because I guess I'm going to get a high draft pick, which is probably the problem with American sports, right? Teams <laughs> right. tank to get the high draft pick. I'm not <laughs> saying I tanked, but um, you know you can stop tanking quite easily by relegation, and I would have a little bit more stress um, trying to keep out of being relegated. Um, you know, if we had a second tier, so um, yeah, we welcome. We'd welcome a, a probably like to see seven more new owners, but I think we're shooting for two or three, which will give us like a ten-team league, yeah. which would still be very prosperous. And um, it, I think it can only grow, especially with exposures like we had at the convention. Yeah, well, it, it, all I can say about that is this, Wally: you finished last, but you got a little redemption by winning the the Apple tournament. I'm not going to talk about you tanking or not tanking. That's, that's yeah, going okay. to be for another yeah. day, but, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it sounds great. Uh, and I know that if uh, Jack's involved, it, it's going to be very successful. Uh, Wally uh, again, thanks for taking the time uh, to talking with me. Congratulations on your tournament victory and uh, much, much more success and fun more than anything else in playing uh, uh, in the premier soccer league. Well, thank you very much, John. Um, it's a soccer is a great game. I recommend it for everybody who plays APA. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next season. I'm going to be rebuilding. That, well, there you go. Now we know yeah. what you're doing. You're going to be rebuilding. So that's yeah. Wally Scamora, my guest, he was the 2022 uh, APA Convention Soccer Champion. And uh, again, Wally, thanks for joining me. Thank you, John. And we'll be back with more right here on This Week in APA. I saved this interview for last because, let's face it, the Apple Convention, there's a lot of things going on now, a lot of tournaments being played, or at least the finals being played. You've got football, hockey, soccer, par three, uh, clearing the fences now, we have to say. Uh, but still, the king is the baseball tournament that starts on Saturday, ends up on Sunday, and that's why I waited to the end to talk to this guy, the champion of the 2022 APA Convention Baseball Tournament, Mike Kerr. Mike, how you doing, my friend? Congratulations, and thanks for taking the time. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having this conversation because it got to relieve my glory, relive the excitement of that day on Sunday when I won. You know, you know what I find interesting is that, and it's because of the way it's set up, that there's really the least amount of fanfare at the end for the champion because it's done on Sunday. A lot of the guys have gone home already. And, you know, at the, at, at the, at the post dinner, uh, 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 little meeting there, all the champions who have, have won their championships either on Friday or Saturday, uh, are honored. And the baseball champion isn't that you find that weird. Well, it's anticlimactic, right? It is Sunday morning. Uh, those who are there are tired, um, right. sipping coffee, trying to wake up and get ready to hit the road or what have you. Um, but it's also the um, uh, the guys who really, really pursue this thing um, that are there. So it's still meaningful um, and enjoyable. And it is, but it, by Sunday, because I usually get there Thursday morning, I'm tired too. Yeah. And yet um, every year um, I have stayed to watch the the finals, the championship. And, uh, of course, this, the second one I participated in, 2019, Amy Wikes beat me in head-to-head um, with the 2017 Nationals that we both had. And then, uh, uh, and then coming in this year, I didn't really expect to make it that far. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it was, it was exciting. But... That when I look around the room, there are people that um, I've become friends with over the last six years that I've attended, and um, so it was it was very enjoyable. Well, you you did choose the 2021 uh, Atlanta Braves, um, and you went up against a formidable foe in Greg Wells, who had the 2019 Astros. Before we get into the series, talk about how you decided to come up with the Braves, because I know back in your early days. You were a big Reds fan. Not much to pin your hopes on with the Reds lately. Well, yeah, that's that's exactly right. I grew up a Reds fan, big Red Machine, all that in the seventies. Um, I lived in Indiana, grew up in Indiana, so they were it was either them or the Cubs, and they were winning, and the Cubs weren't. So I ended up as a young boy, 
um, going after the exciting red uh, reds. Um, but um, you know, I left home at 18, joined the service, lived in Europe for 10 years. I, I kind of drifted away from uh, following baseball day to day. And um, so when I came back to it, um, about 15 years ago, my son got very interested in baseball. We started getting reengaged and having uh, moved here to um, uh, North Georgia, just outside of Chattanooga, we became uh, Braves fans. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> so I've watched them over the last four or five years as they came out of their um, rebuilding phase and have been able to watch the, the young guys come up, uh, you know, and, and get excited about them. And so they're, as a World Series uh, winner, they're not um, – a real strong team. Their pitching, their starting pitching is it was a little short. Yeah. Certainly, the hitting is reflective of today's baseball. Uh, three outcome baseball: strikes, walks, and home runs. Yep. Um, but uh, you know, I, so for me, it was a sentimental pick. Um, I'd looked at a couple of the Dod- the recent Dodgers teams, and, and then I thought, you know, everybody's going to bring the Dodgers. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I want to do something a little different. And um, uh, so I picked a team that meant something to me, and so I was I was excited to play them. And every time I won, I was just a little bit surprised. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you, it was one of the most exciting uh, championship series uh, of recent years. Um, like I said, you went up against Greg Wells, who's a great player in any of the sports that Appa has. He had the 2019 Houston Astros. And it went the distance. Uh, best of five series went five games. Um, and they were all close. You had three one-run games, including the championship final. Uh, and then you had a two-run game and even a four-run game. That middle game was 15-11. to 11. Your Braves beat the Astros. Uh, what that tells me is that that number three starter wasn't that strong. Well, you know, because um, I played – um, the Astros, the 19 Astros, uh, four times. Did you? Oh, wow. I, I played them to get out of my own division. Um, uh, the famous pian- now piano man had uh, had the Astros. <laughs> I, I had to beat him head to head. I had to depend on somebody else to beat somebody else so that I could actually back into the playoffs. And then I faced the Astros in three straight rounds. Um, so uh, you know, it, it was. The same thing over and over. They had two A's and one B. I had three B's. My third B came out of the XC set. I actually had to pick the XC set up on Thursday so I could have a third B starter. Um, so I knew I was I was going to be struggling a little bit. But um, fortunately, uh, with three outcome baseball, if you hit home runs, you you tend to win. Yeah. That's uh, on the games I won. That that was critical. Um, but uh, you know I played. Uh, Jack Dolan, Darren Schultz in the playoffs to get to the final. Greg Wells, who I played in the, um, one of the playoffs in 2019, is is always a formidable foe, um, a joy to play against, uh, just a great guy to be around. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought at best my odds were about 40-60 to, to beat him, to go on uh, to win the whole thing. So yeah. you know, to win him three times in a row um, – you know, it's funny. I saw something on a uh, one of the Facebook uh, groups where somebody made some kind of sarcastic comment about, you know, better check their dice to win with a team like that. It's like, well, I didn't have great dice. I had good enough, and that was reflected in the um, the five games we played because they were all so close. Yeah, yeah, they they were. I, it, it was a great series, and and then you go to the final game, the one that won you the championship. You win three to two. And who other than Freddie Freeman got the big hit in the eighth inning? Talk a little bit just about that moment. Well, you know, it's I was behind by one. We're getting late in the game. Um, I'm looking at A relievers. Uh, you know, it's going to have to be a, a walk and a bomb or something like that, an error and a, and a, and a bomb to, to, to pull this thing out. And, um, you know, it, as a Braves fan, Losing Freddie Freeman is still something that's hard to get over because it was misplayed by both uh, Freddie and his management team as well as the Braves. Um, Most of us believe they could have worked this out had they just picked up the phone 
，北后万岁。Apologize for that music, literally. That was my uh, that was a that was an alarm. I forgot I had set. Um, <laughs> Wait, it's live, season. baby. It's live. I can, I, and I can't even edit it out. Ask Brian Wells. He knows what a terrible editor I am. But no, he'll, he'll appreciate uh, the music, man. I know. I know Greg will. Um, <laughs> so sorry about that. But uh, yeah, you know, it was. Um, um, it, it's been hard to when you see a team that's run so well, which the Braves have been. Yeah. yeah. Um, to see them kind of misplay this, as it seemed, it seemed like. Somebody got their feelings hurt or what have you, and they basically just both decided to walk away from the table. Now, I've uh, been very happy. Um, you know, we bring in this guy from uh, uh, Oakland, and, and he's playing very well. And, and uh, so we're happy to have Matt Olson on the team. But it's, you know, it just comes back to the thing that, uh, that we often forget is it's a, it's a uh, business. Yeah. And uh, what we're playing is a, is a childhood game. And so, um, I can have Freddie on my team whenever I want and um, and uh, recreate the the glory that was. But um, yeah, it was it was particularly um, satisfying that it just happened to be Freddie Freeman to uh, to hit the big the big knock to get the as I picture in my mind a a, a three bagger rattling around the corner um, to uh, to score uh, to drive into and, and ultimately hold on and win the game. Yeah, I, I, you know, and then when John told me that that's that's how it it ended, or at least that's that's how the winning runs were scored, I I, I thought that was great. I'm I, you know, it's a whole nother podcast talking about the Freddie Freeman incident uh, and how he ended up just that. Like you said, somebody just needed to pick up the phone and and make that deal happen for Atlanta. But uh, Freddie Freeman is is probably for me everything that's good about major league baseball and there ain't that much good about major league baseball right now. And, uh, uh, but to, to hear that he had won that game for you, that made me feel pretty good. Now there were 68 entries in this year's tournament. So it wasn't easy to get to where you were. And like you said, you were kind of surprised that you went that far. Um, uh, you know, w- when you look at those, those 21 Braves, like you said, it, it's pretty much a three outcome game anymore. But the Astros are right in that same era. So, you know, and, and the 2019, that might be the most played team in the APA tournament. Them and, like you said, the Dodgers. I brought the 19 Dodgers last year uh, and, and played in the tournament. Um, uh, what do you look for? Obviously, this year you were looking at sentiment and you're a Braves fan. But uh, what do you normally look for when you're bringing a team to the tournament? I mean, it's funny. Greg Wells several years ago put out a paper on how to pick a an, a team to win the the convention, and uh, and I've read that a few times. And uh, he gets pretty in depth, um, interestingly enough. And and he taught me a few things when I read that about evaluating players and teams. And um, I um I play a ton of Apago. I'm in seven online leagues. Since uh, being in uh, a beta tester, I've played almost 6,000 games online. Wow. So I primarily play online because that allows me to connect with players all over the place. Yeah. Um, but I also, whenever I play a league, I buy the, the season because um, I still want to have that tactile feeling of having those cards in my hand and right. being able to lay them out on the, uh, on the table and, and organize them you know, and, and see and evaluate what I'm looking for or what I see. And so when we look at um, going to conventions, I generally pick teams I like, um, those franchises, or they have some emotional uh, meaning to me. Um, I don't always do that, but I, I can tell you we'll never bring the Yankees to any convention. So um, I cannot overcome my, my feelings about that particular franchise, although I, I do like certain – specific players who yeah. have played for the Yankees over the years, the organization itself, I just couldn't imagine doing that with. Right. Um, so I'm looking for, um, honestly, I, I start with the pitching staff. Uh, if, if you come to convention, you got a C starter, you're going to have a rough go. Yeah. It's, not, it's not to say you can't win. It's just the odds are stacked against you. So I'm looking for B's or better. Right. And that kind of um, 
but I look at the the playoff teams, that kind of thing. Um, you know, it's uh, and then I look for the years around them. Like if I'm looking at the Reds, I'll look at obviously 75, 76 were the big years, and and one of those teams has already won the championship, but the other one hasn't. Mm-hmm. But I'll look at the years before and after to see if they've got maybe they just didn't quite get there, but they have a real solid team. Right. And uh, when I went to the Braves, I was looking generally speaking for high on base percentage and home runs because I knew if I'm going to play a, a current era team, they've got to have the ability to go deep up and down lineup. And so since we play DH um, in these conventions to speed the game along, um, you know, I ended up with nine players who had a, a, a one at 66. Mm-hmm. And so you add that with some high OBP and, and, uh, and just the, the fan, um, you know, the fan enjoyment of playing uh, players that you, uh, you know real well. And I watch 150 to 160 Braves games a year. Wow. So I, I follow them very closely. And so it's exciting for me when I grab these cards. And, you know, when I was playing Greg, I didn't do this all day, but I did when I was playing Greg because I thought he'd appreciate it. I announced every player as he walked to the plate. <laughs> and uh, it was uh, – but he just kind of looked at me and, <laughs> almost shake his head and okay um but it you know it was just fun because it's like we're 12 years old we're sitting on the floor in, in our parents living room and we are playing for all the marbles baby <laughs> ain't that the way it is man that that's fantastic I, I i love that but uh you're right obp home runs that's what does it and that's always really been the formula uh, for success in APA because, you know, I mean, that's that's what you need to do. And you got to roll. You got to roll. I mean, uh, if you're having a bad rolling day, I mean, I brought the 64 Twins again because it's either 1964 or some of the uh, World Series sets that I have. And, uh, you know, they, they were stacked one through six. And I won three of the first four games uh, uh, in the in the first round or in the early rounds, and then I lost four out of five because I didn't roll worth a darn. So, uh, you know, you know, it, it all comes down to uh, to what you said, the formulas, and then you have to roll. Well, I think you know it's funny because we talk about when you start off and you're doing well, you're like, I've, you're so you're saying I've got a chance. You're saying I've got a chance. <laughs> and uh, on Sunday morning, we're playing. I, I, uh, between one of the games and the rest of them came back and, you know, John Hurston asked me, I was going to say, well, I think I've got a chance. He goes, don't get cocky. Said, <laughs> yeah, keep it down. Now. I said, I've got two games left. I, I think I can win one of them. And, uh, and then I'll, of course, lost the next game. Mm-hmm. So it was all even going to the f- final. And, uh, um, uh, you know, it, it is a matter of, of when it comes down to it, luck is, is certainly part of it. Picking a good team gets you uh, entrance to the ball, but you to win it, you've got to you got to have some luck. And um, you know, Greg's won twice. Uh, of course, it's been a while since he won, but he's a, a formidable uh, opponent. He researches his teams well, yeah. and so you know that uh, you know uh, you're going to be facing a, a real strong challenge. And uh, a funny thing that John did say to me, uh, he said it on Saturday, and then he said it again to me on Sunday morning. You've got to lose so we can get this team out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, John, I'll do the best I can. <laughs> yeah, right. Get that, um, get that team gone. Well, you know, that's the other side of it is that I thought about I don't want to be I don't want to bring. I did that with the 2017 Nationals in 2019, ended up playing Amy Weiss, yeah. and uh, there were six or seven people who had brought that team as well. Oh, yeah. So in the finale, when you got the same team playing each other. I think we had one lineup change, uh, difference, one player difference. We're pitching the same pitchers against each other. Yeah. It was kind of weird and unique. And I just thought, you know, I don't want to do that again. I'm going to pick a team that means something to me. And so, yeah. uh, you know, I picked a good team that, you know, I knew each player intimately and had played a lot. And so it, it ended up being um, a very enjoyable uh, weekend anyway. Whether I'd have won or lost, it would have been very enjoyable. Oh, it always is. It, it always is. I, I really, I, I didn't think I would enjoy the the baseball tournament as much as I have uh, in the years that I played because I don't play uh, cards and dice anymore. I, I play BBW and right. and, and I've kind of lost some of that feel for the cards and dice. But man, you know, there's nothing like when you mentioned it, holding the cards in your hand, 
having that dice shaker and just playing it out and rooting for that good dice roll every single time. Nothing like right. it. Yeah, well, and it, what was funny was that at the end, a lot of people came up and shook my hand, which was very gratifying. You know, it's kind of funny because we're adults. Um, I'm not quite a retirement age, but I'm pretty darn close. And we're enjoying a game that we play when we are 10, 12, 14 years old. Yeah. Um, and yet uh, I have new friendships as a result of this last weekend. And every year I go, I make new friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, people who reached out to me afterwards and, and we connect on social media, um, I'm now looking at Jack Dolan's holding uh, a, um, he's going to have a, a little weekend uh, convention in uh, uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, the home of uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson. Right. He's got quite the, the, the schedule, it looks like, set up there. Access to the field, to the museum, um, just everything. Really nice setup. And I've been there a few times. It's a beautiful little town and um, a very vibrant downtown um so we're planning to go in september to that and um i met him only because i played him in, in one of the playoff rounds um and um you know obviously i saw his presentation um and, and all that during the week but you know now i consider him a friend because um, we sat down for an hour and played some games and talked to each other and you know you quickly go from baseball to family and to to things yeah that really matter and um it's just uh it's been an amazing community i think it was well said that you know it's like a family and uh for me it's a weekend um in alpharetta uh, every year i get psyched come january that it's that it's coming in june yeah and um so i look forward to it i've encouraged people that i play with uh on app go to come join us um and a lot of them, you know, are upstate New York or in out northeast, and you know, it's a trip, uh, you know, all that. But I really encourage it because it's the the relationships that come out of these conventions uh, that I'll treasure long after I've lost the trophy. <laughs> You're, yeah, that's that's perfectly said. And uh, uh, we became acquainted with you uh, playing Apago when it first came out, and you you formed some leagues, and so that's kind of how we connected originally. Uh, but, uh, uh, but over the years of seeing you at the convention, we've had time to chat. And of course, you know, today, uh, I was looking forward to this conversation, uh, for a couple of weeks. Uh, one last thing before we go, Mike, I was told by John Herson that you are the only baseball tournament winner. And I, I'm going to say the heck with the MLB, the home run derby champion. You're the only one that has won both. Can you confirm that? I cannot. Um, <laughs> I asked um, uh, Steve Ryan, um, last year's uh, Hall of Fame inductee, yeah. and he said, I think there might, uh, he said, Ray might be um, a, uh, someone who's won both. He's not sure. Yeah. Um, so I tend to, I tend to lean on uh, uh, Steve Ryan's uh, view of the world because he's been plugged in so long. Certainly, um, I know I'm the first to win with a uh, standing um a world series winner right um so that in and of itself is pretty darn cool who, and, who did you win the home run derby with um, oh guy from toronto i can never remember his name i just picked him out of a pack and uh, but he has he had three wins and lost strikeouts and walks and uh gosh what's his name he's the outfielder for the toronto blue jays a real big real good hitter now but yeah. it was his rookie year, and he wasn't. He, and I got a lot of grief for that because he only had like 140 at bats or something. Yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah, you know, a lot of heads. And a bunch of guys him. had him. A bunch of guys had him. And yes. Oh no, 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 I actually played a guy. I think I played an 11 year old, and that's when John called me the bully because I, the kid got really upset when I beat him. I'm like, sorry, man, my dice are harder today than yours. And <laughs> but he, he's uh, he's trying to grow the base. And he's like, man, you got the kid's got to win, man. The kid's got to win. I'm like. it's all about the dice it's all about the dice it 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 is it is and and i I remember that now quite distinctly that you were uh you you know you didn't you really wanted to win but you didn't want to win because you didn't want to seem like you were beating up on a little kid but uh but anyway yeah so you check all the boxes the current world series champ the the uh, uh apple tournament champ and then the 
the home run derby, according to John Erson, you're the only one that is that is one both. So uh, uh, that's something to hang your to hang your hat on. Uh, Mike, as always, it's a pleasure talking to you. Uh, congratulations on your tournament win. And uh, maybe sometime down the road, we'll get back to, to your app and go playings because I know you're, you're heavily involved in that. And uh, uh, so we'll, we'll try to get that together real soon. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd, I'd love to dive into that because I think as more people um, get involved with that, the more they find it's so simple, it, yeah. uh, it provides tremendous flexibility. And uh, frankly, I've, I've created a community online of people I've never met, but people who I dearly appreciate and uh and love talking with on a on almost daily basis well I, you know and i played up and go and i really enjoyed it but i'm so involved in this 64 replay that i just don't have the time to devote to it but at some right. point i'm going to get back into it and when i do i'm looking you up my friend we're going to play some some app and go that sounds great all right mike uh thanks again for your time congratulations and uh we will chat again soon all right thank you i appreciate your time john Hey, no problem. That was Mike Carrer, the champion of the 2022 APA Convention Baseball Tournament. And that wraps up our uh, Tournament Champions podcast. I want to thank all of my guests, Jack Dolan, Dick Moore, Chuck Source, Wally Scamoro, and John Caloose for uh, being a part of it. And we will catch you next time. We'll probably have another uh, podcast dedicated to the APA convention. So until then, John Aslan saying so long and thanks for listening to this week in APA. Well, I hope you enjoyed that look back of the 2022 APA convention. Of course, the tournament winners and thanks to all of those guys who took the time to talk with me. My next podcast will be coming up rather shortly. I talked with Jack Dolan, who runs the APA Soccer Premier League, uh, it is in its uh, second incarnation. Uh, it started back in 2014, uh, had a pause after one season, and they got it started again last year. And they are looking for owners for this upcoming season. They're just one shy and could use a couple alternates if that is possible. So we're going to talk with uh, Jack about that in our next podcast. So uh, keep an eye out for that. But until then... This is John Aslan saying so long from this week in Apple. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.